All right, guys, welcome back to the Pursuit of Property podcast. This is episode 52, and we're just going to be kind of talking about networking today. Kind of a broad topic, yeah. but um, just kind of shooting the shit and, and talking about why it's important, what it has done for us in our business and our personal relationships and stuff like that. Um, we had a networking episode back in, was it season two? With Benny? With Benny. Yeah. yeah. And Benny, if you guys haven't listened to that one as kind of a precursor to this one, I would highly recommend going out and listen to that one. Benny, one of our mentors um, in this business and an absolute killer at the networking game. Yeah. So um, go go give that a listen if you haven't already. Yeah. But what's going on, man? Honestly, dude, not a lot uh, or, or everything at yeah. the same time. <laughs> no. Um, you know, man, uh, I what made me think about it is this week we just had a lot of really good examples of how networking has just been like a profound part of our business. And um, even from having guys like Jacob walk into our office and he's telling us that he got his license before he even tells his broker, you know, that's a really cool thought. And it's an example of, I think, how networking has played such a big part in our business and um, there's just a lot of people who, uh, do it differently. We just kind of want to share our thoughts on it. Yeah. Let's do talk about, uh, <laughs> we're going to shout out our friend, uh, huge investor here in the central Valley, Dean Rogers, Dean. share, share, uh, your investment deal that just, that yeah. just wrapped up with Dean. So, uh, I picked up uh, a deal down in Bakersfield that at first I thought eh, it's kind of slim pickings, but the house was in really good shape. Um, it was a mobile home, permanent foundation situation. And uh, once I had it in contract, I'm like, ah, this is a little tighter than <laughs> I wanted it to be. And I ended up uh, talking with Dean at a meetup. So I went to my normal group. I was like, hey, you guys, let's do this. Let's do that. Uh, you know, nobody sounded too excited. I said, okay, fine. So I go to Dean and Dean and I have been joking for a while. Now, if you don't know Dean Rogers, he runs the Home Helpers Group. He uh, His company is based out of Visalia, which is a little closer to Bakersfield. But he likes to joint venture with people. And I said, hey, Dean, you've helped me with all these things. We've never done a deal in four years. This is the one. So I threw him the deal. Three minutes after uh, he looked for somebody, he found uh, a buyer. And so what ended up happening was he and I partnered on it. And uh, we ended up closing the deal. And I just wrapped up and I'm getting a wire while we're talking right now um, for a deal that, you know, I might have made the same amount by myself, but it was really cool being able to make them money too. And, you know, my team member got paid. It, it's a cool situation where had I not had that network, you know, who knows what I would have done. Yeah. And point number one, I mean, that meetup was one um, that was hosted by our friends Stratton, Jason and Dean. Right. Uh -huh. And then they had on Henry, Henry Washington. Washington. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember looking on um, Facebook or Instagram or something and everybody sharing the stories. I think yeah. they had 200 plus people standing oh. room only. There were so many people. And that's the first point, right? Like there's these events going on at that one specifically hosted by the, the those three buddies of ours once a month. Right. 
Uh, it's not always once a month, but between the Ish. three of them, there's at least once. Oh a yeah, month. between three of them, because Stratton's got his own one that he hosts over downtown at his office, right? Yep. There's all these resources out there, all these groups to join, all these opportunities for you as a new investor, yeah, uh, mediocre investors, <laughs> experienced <laughs> investors, right, to go to and still get value and make connections from. Yeah, the cool thing that I found from it is. Um, the, the amount of people that are just interested in talking and um, you know, when you're new, you're usually you've got kind of like this fire under you and you you kind of want to talk about real estate all the time and you're probably your friends and family get bored of it. One of the cool things about going to the meetups is that there's just a lot of guys who are also obsessed with it. And a lot of the investors who you might not see, you know, uh, just by calling or texting because they're very busy. Yeah. They make time to go to these events. Yeah. And if they're making time and they're very successful in this business, you know, it's not because they're trying to go pump their, you know, ego out at these meetups. It's because they know that that networking is is a huge portion of their business. Well, and I don't know if you were ever guilty of this, but I'll I'll share uh, my experience at least mm-hmm. first getting started in the business and not really knowing anything right and kind of being like this brand new brand new fish in the sea to real estate and everybody's out here telling you you know you need to go to these meetup events Mm -hmm. go um get value this that and the other but as a new investor as a new person trying to get yourself out there and not really know where to start it can be super intimidating yeah uh, especially your first meetup event or anything like that and it's very easy at, at least I found, at least I, I remember the moment I'm thinking of too, at the at my very first meetup, it's very easy to catch yourself in the networking part after everyone's done to kind of just be standing there shuffling your feet, mm-hmm. right? And not uh, kind of uncomfortable, but you have got to get your, go yeah. talk to somebody. I guarantee you, it doesn't matter how new, how experienced you are. There's going to be people there who want to talk to you, who will get value even from you and value that you can bring to them. That, yeah. That's the whole That's the whole point. Yeah. And talk to people you don't know. One yeah. of the problems I had was not <laughs> just standing there and shuffling my feet. I just went and talked to the guys I knew. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you do that, your sphere just kind of stays the same. This last meetup, I went and talked to like probably 20 people I've never met before and kind of grew that, that influence. And it's cool because I went to to just lunch yesterday with a guy who I had met at a meetup and now we're doing a real estate deal together. And then, um, you know, like people like Dean, I wouldn't know Dean cause he's not in Fresno. Um, had I not gone to the meetups and had friends who introduced me. So yeah, go to these meetups and like the important part, I'm not going to say that the topic isn't worth listening to. Yeah. A lot of the times the topic is a deep dive into something that is very minute. It's a very like hands-on thing afterwards talk to as many people as you can because that's almost more important in my opinion than even attending that lecture because getting to talk to the people that's how you get your name out there with people and that's when you have a deal when you call me and you say hey this isn't my first time talking to you yeah i actually was at that meetup two months ago i have a deal people are gonna be much more willing to partner with you that way oh 100 percent. so in that's kind of one networking avenue right is mm-hmm. all of the meetups, meetings, masterminds, whatever you want to call yeah. them, right? But uh, our buddy Stratton made a really good point um, when we had him on the podcast last week, which was you can also network, you know, either as a new investor or us. We, you know, we hit up 
uh, more experienced or higher up guys all the yeah. time, right? But you've got to come in. If you're planning on networking or reaching out to some of these investors, you've got to come in with specific questions. You've got to come in with intent. Yeah. Because you can't just come in with, with no you know, trail on, on what you want to ask and what you want to do. So that's another, right. I would say very important part. And we, we talked a little bit about that with Stratton last week. Yeah. Yeah. Social media is a super powerful tool. Um, you meet a lot of these people at these meetups or just in passing, adding them on social media and keeping up with them is an important part. Um, but yeah, like we, we DM people, we text people, we reach out to people all the time. The key is like what Stratton said last week and what you're saying now, which is like have a reason and um, do your best to be respectful of people's time. I mean, you know, obviously uh, you're reaching out. You're going to you're going to need some time, but like uh, don't reach out and just kind of, you know, shoot the shit with them unless, you know, you know, if that's what you want to do, if the timing's right, great. Just don't bother them all the time with it. Uh, but, you know, usually what we end up doing is we hit, hey, hey. I have this property. I have this question. Can you help me with this? What would you do? That's it. And, you know, usually I get a voice memo back that yeah. <laughs> it's a little voice text back. It's like, yeah, man, you need to go do this, that, and the other. Done. Yeah. And, dude, that, that reminds me. I want to share a super cool story. This guy, um, I, I'm going to shout him out. Jake, if you're listening, Jake, I want to give your story real quick. So Jake is a listener of the podcast. He DM'd me yesterday. And I actually met with him maybe a month, two months ago. I think you were out at an appointment. But Jake had DM'd on Instagram, was like, hey, man, um, came with intent. He was like, hey, I really want to meet and ask you about X, Y, Z. I know you guys have talked about your office hours. I'd love to pop by and do this. So he comes in, newer um, investor, working... um, for somebody else kind of generating deals that way, but really trying to find his first deal. DM'd me yesterday, said that he has his deal locked up and he is going to be making a $16,000 profit from his deal. No shit. Closing in about, I think he said the end of the month. So dude, Jake, if you're listening, that is the textbook example of somebody who networked with intent, took action, and now is seeing the results for his first deal. Dude, Jake, we got to have you on to talk about your deal, man. Yeah. Um, crazy cool. <clears throat> crazy cool. Yeah. No, and and I don't think it's I don't think it's um a coincidence that like the better you network, the more deals come in from your network. Oh, yeah. So, one of the things um that was important to me was was talking to like even my friends and family about the investing side mm-hmm. because people thought I was either a realtor or an investor and I'm like, look, I kind of do both. Yeah. And Last year alone, you know, I got really um, good at talking about the investing stuff on social media and talking with my friends and family and talking with their friends and their family, right? At When I went to any kind of event, you know, I'm just kind of hanging out, but practicing what I learned at the real estate meetups, I would go talk to the people I didn't know. Well, come to find out, those are the people that end up bringing you a lot of deals. And so last year we had, I had six deals come in from referrals and all of them are huge profits because you have no competition. Yeah. Which is what we want. Part of what we wanted to talk about, which was the power of the network and competition versus collaboration situation. Yeah. And 
this is, I mean, we, we've got so many examples that we, specific examples that we can talk about and maybe we'll get into a few. Um, but I can think of one, one example right off the bat. We were back on, uh, this was way back. Uh, I think we had just moved over to Keller Williams. We were still um, part of the Clayson group on the team. Uh, Manjot, which was one of our old team members on the Clayson group, and I noticed that we had both been talking to the same lead. We had both gone on an appointment um, to this seller's house, um, yeah. an investment appointment, right? And instead of both of us trying to compete and edge out against one another, we're like, dude, look, you know, we, we hash things out. We're like, dude, we, we kind of hit them at almost the same time. Let's make sure that we don't compete and then both of us end up losing it and somebody else comes and gets it. Let's work together and get this thing freaking locked yeah. up and put it and make a deal happen. And we've done, we, we did two deals together that way. And, and you have another one locking yeah. up right now. Uh-huh. Yep. Crazy. No, I and that's the interesting part. What what I was going to say about it is that also, like, I can think of times where, um, you know, we went up against other realtors we knew. Yeah. And it's really interesting to be able to provide non-competing offers. Hey, this guy will list it for you, and you will make X, or I will buy it from you, and you will make Y. And I can think of um, times that realtors came to me to do that where they said, hey, can you just come make an offer on the house? And I'll, I'll, I'll you know, the, the realtor wants to list it. Th that gets a certain price. Or if I lock it up, I give them a price, right? Perfect example. That's where collaboration comes in perfect. Perfect example is, and you'll remember this example too, is I am out uh, meeting a seller for on an investment appointment um, for... You know, it wasn't a triplex, but it was like three houses on on mm -hmm. one lot. Um, and out of nowhere, you know, a couple of minutes after I get there and I'm talking with the seller, Darren Wade on Strive shows up yep. and Darren is working with the seller on a listing option. That's right. what they had been talking about. And then I was working with the seller and bringing a cash as is kind yeah. of option. Yeah. Now, the seller ended up uh, deciding to list it and go with Darren and they've absolutely crushed it. I think Darren let us know that they got an amazing offer and yeah, it was uh, like sellers a month ago or yeah, two months ago. Yeah. Seller was super happy, but again, a perfect example of what you were talking about, kind of the two different things. And Darren, obviously we know is a awesome guy over at strive team, but another example of right. right there, mm -hmm. working it out perfectly. The, the value of this networking, it, we, I mean, we, we sound like broken records, but mm -hmm. the value of networking is that um, you remove the pressure on yourself when you know that you have all these resources that can help you. Like, it's very hard to be scared about if I'm going to be able to succeed. If you've got like 40, 50, 60 people with way more experience than you who are willing to help you because you're just out there being a nice guy and helping others. Yeah. And then like uh, our podcast, for example, we have a lot of people have asked us if we've monetized the podcast and one, I'm not sure if we're quite at the size it, it would be worth trying to monetize it. You know, you might make a little bit, but I think they pay per view and we only get about a hundred views per episode. And, um, you know, it's interesting cause yeah, we, we haven't monetized it, but just like what you're saying, I mean, people are making money from this podcast hand over fist and we've had like, I, I've had a deal come through from the podcast like we've had joint ventures come through from the podcast. It's crazy. 
We've got private money lenders from the podcast. We've got uh, Veronica and her husband Enrique from the 50th episode building Uh a rental portfolio, partly based on listening to the podcast. Like, dude, like it's (laughs) shit is so awesome. It's crazy. Right. And we had no intent of trying to just make money from this. We just knew that this is a form of networking. It's a form of reaching out to people, trying to provide as much information as we can. Um, and then, you know, we feel a lot of questions and, and things like that that come to our DMs or, you know, via phone call or this, that or the other. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. But, yeah, you know, the whole point of this was to say, like, when you when you have all these people working with you, the competition and the nervousness that you have when you go on those appointments goes way down. You know, I think there's a lot to be said about the guys that want to do it all by themselves and they want to get to the top of the mountain and say, nobody ever helped me, um, you know, because you do need to have a little bit of that, like, go figure it out and do it yourself. But yeah. I mean, geez, having people behind you who know what they're doing um, and having people around you who when you go to an appointment and they show up, you think to yourself, oh, well, that's perfect. Yeah. One of us is getting paid. Yeah. You know, you're not you're not upset when your friend gets paid. No. You know, and if you do, maybe that's something to look at. But. You know, that that's the interesting part about this business is yeah. that there's so many deals like you. You should be pumped when you see it's another one of your friends going yeah. against you because the worst that happens is one of your friends gets the deal. Yeah. And they get it. That's a great point. And it goes it goes a little bit towards um, a lot towards like the abundance mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. And you were saying if you if that's not your first thought or that isn't your mindset when for example when i see darren show up in this appointment if my first reaction is shit dude i i was i wanted this deal man no the mindset is dude one of us is gonna get this one and it's gonna be the seller is gonna win and and make the final decision and one of us is gonna get paid on this deal and it's gonna be awesome there's gonna be another one right around the corner right and shout out to Darren. He he shot us some crumble cookies out of <laughs> the blue. Did. Like he did, you know. And that's the cool thing. Like we've developed such a great relationship with so many people. Yeah. That like, hell, I guarantee that there's there's tons of money coming down the pipeline where I won't deserve to have made the money, but somebody's gonna say, Scott, you know how to do this. Can you help? Bang and done. Yeah. And I've already experienced it, and it's really cool to have that opportunity. Dean's an example of somebody who does that a lot. Jason's somebody who does that a lot, um, you know, where they're doing most of their businesses from joint venture. Yeah. And it's not to be said that you can't go find the deals yourself, but to say that, you know, the, the better you network with people, the more deals you can do because there's more solutions. The more deals you can do, the more solutions you have, and the more problems that you can solve. Right. Right. You don't and, have to be the expert. Yeah. And I'm thinking of... People out there who, um, more on the newbie side, who, uh, with just adding networking, uh, networking with intent, that if you have a deal come up, you are way more likely to succeed in locking up that deal and profiting from that deal if you have people you can go to or joint venture with for whatever reason, if they're bringing the private money and you're bringing whatever it is, right? you have a so much higher likelihood of succeeding than you coming across something that's an actual deal and you're here by yourself like, well, crap, I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I, I can't do this. And then boom, it's gone. Right. Right. You, you, you All because s- you, yeah. were, you were <laughs> too shy to go talk to people before you had the deal. Absolutely. Yeah. It, that, it's mind boggling to me. 
And I, you know what? I think that there's, there's a lot of people out there who are uncomfortable talking to people mm-hmm. who I think fail to remind themselves that once you become friends with people, it's not hard to talk to them. And it's like, if you're at a meetup, nobody went to the meetup because they don't want to talk to people. Oh, everybody yeah. went to a meetup <laughs> with the full intent of talking to people. Yeah. And bro, there's, there's no harm in you sending out a DM and, and getting left on red. Like, no. It's all ego. If you if you cry about, hey, this investor looked at my my message and didn't respond. Everybody's trying their best to respond to everybody, but you know, can you lie and tell yourself you've never missed a text? Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, reach out with intent, and then when that deal comes along, say you're nervous about, okay, am I are my numbers right? How do I handle the appointment? What contract do I use? How do you get it into escrow? What escrow officer do you use? How do you find the end buyer? How do you even flip a house? Who's the contractor that I know? These are all questions that could be solved from just knowing people. I mean, that who not how mindset needs to be part of your your setup. Yeah, and it's important to remember too, and and um I'm sure a lot of you know, this is where um, like Stratton was coming from, was, was saying reaching out with intent is because it's a waste of both people's time if the conversation is it just doesn't go anywhere because there's no intent behind it. But it's really important too, and the point I want to make is for the people who are kind of more hesitant or more shy, if, or if you're just relatively um, an introvert by, by heart, yeah. right? You've got to remember that when you're going to these meetups and you're feeling nervous to go out and, and talk to somebody, even if you're, if you know of the person, a big investor, right. Um, right. They were all where you were at before. There's been, there's people we know bigger than us that have been in our spot. There's people less than us where we've been at that spot or less <laughs> or even lower. Right. Yeah. We've been there. Newer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important to think, man, most people, are willing to help yeah. and answer your questions and network with you. I mean, there's going to be the, the handful, the sour bunch who... There's bad apples in every group. And there's nothing you can do about it. But most people are willing to help because they know where you're at. And, and at least, you know, with our podcast and where we're at and we have people asking us questions, I'm like, dude, I, I would love to help you any way, any way we can because yeah. we, we were there too. And yeah. now we're just two dudes throwing together a podcast trying to push out value in content yeah. you know what i mean now this is how i pitch to get us free lunch for the rest of the year one of the best <laughs> ways that i found a network with guys um who are really busy yeah is take them to lunch close to their office buy their lunch when you do that there's a couple things that you got to think about one when you reach out and you say hey can we do lunch say hey are you free on pick two dates it's just like closing an appointment hey are you free on tuesday or wednesday at 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock for lunch by your office on me 30 minutes to an hour you let me know something like that where you set essentially when where uh and how long because one of the problems with lunches is that they go long they always go long so as long as you set the expectation hey i'm only going to take an hour of your time and i want to talk about this specific thing you know i think that's that's a pretty flawless way of getting somebody to to network with you if you're an introvert and you really need to find kind of more one-on-one that's a really like lunches or coffees but yeah. you know making sure it fits in their schedule 
that's been really, really helpful for me. I'm going to lunch with, I've gone to lunch with an investor every single day this week. See, and it's not like the networking ever stops, right? Just because you close a deal or just yeah. because you've closed a few deals, I mean, doesn't mean that now you're just gonna. You should actually be getting bigger because now you're getting to the point oh. where you might be able to help newer people. You should be, yeah, because your networking should be growing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and another thing that is important with you know networking and and reaching out to people too is for people to know and understand when you network and we've mentioned this on multiple podcasts it's not what you know it's who you know right the bigger your network grows the more connections you have the more deals you can potentially close the more opportunities there are the two go hand in hand the more right. people it's not who it's not what you know it's who you know and the more people you meet i swear it's like osmosis like i've learned so much from other guys just being around them and hearing them talk to even other people like yeah like i don't ever like being the fly on the wall like i'm i sometimes over talk so i have to sometimes kind of like tone it back and when you just sit there and hear two investors who you admire talking what are they talking about Usually they're talking about deals and you get very, very specific information like, oh my gosh, when there's this specific issue, this is what they did to fix it, right? That's been really interesting. And, and I think the who you know plays a big part in what you know too. Yeah. And something that just clicked on a light bulb for me too that I think is important is it's also important to keep in mind and intent and network with the right people. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> because there is the wrong group of people you can network with and the right group of people. So when you said, Oh please, what was the first thing that came to your mind about that? If you network with the guys that say, keep your, you know, keep your stuff to yourself. Don't share any of this information, you know, keep this really tight knit. We don't want other people to know that's not the right mindset. Like, even if they had good information, the fact that you're getting taught in the set of like scarcity mindset where like, if you share this information, you're not going to be able to make money. I promise you, you're not going to succeed. You want to put yourself around guys that are doing deals and who are open about what they're doing because they know that there's enough deals out there that it will always be a good time. You know, until the market shifts, there's going to be deals in this specific strategy. And when the market shifts, there's going to be deals in a different strategy. Yeah. And it's great. What, to, were, what were you thinking about? It was great. That was one thing. And there was another thing I thought about, which was it's great to network with people um, who are in the same spot as you, right? I mean, it's good to network with, uh, if you're a new investor, other new investors also looking to get started, Yeah, this, that, and the other, right? But I think you know, just as important, if not even more important is what you said, networking with people who are doing what you want to do, who are doing more than you, who are doing what you see yourself wanting to do and the deal flow that they're doing, networking with those people, because you're not going to get to that place unless you're absorbing the information from the people who are there and, you know, doing what they did to get to that spot, right? If you're networking with, you know, people who aren't doing what you're wanting to do, how does that help you Yeah, in your goals and help you advance to what you want to do? I mean, it seems like common sense, but network with the people who are doing what you want to do. Right. No, it seems that seems completely fair. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting how networking is played in because it kind of seems like 
salespeople just like go out and drink and that kind of stuff. And you always make fun of the sales guys who like all they do is just go out and talk to people. But there's a reason why that works. And in our industry, it's not necessarily going out to drink. It's going to educational events because our industry, especially the investing world, changes at such a rapid pace because innovation, you need to be on top of the innovation side and you need to also be on top of who's in the business, who am I working with, who am I competing against, who am I um, most likely to go to if I come up against this solution or this problem. And when I meet a seller who doesn't fit my model, but who has motivation or has a need, who can I refer them to? Like we just had one this week where I talked to a seller who wants to sell, but for one reason or another, we weren't a good fit. And it became very obvious to me that this is not going to work out, even if my offer price was right. And I said, well, how about this? Why don't I refer it out to somebody else that we know? And I called up my boy, Mike Butler, and Mike was doing his podcast. Right after his podcast, he shot me a call and he set the appointment. He's signing it on Friday. And guess what? He and I talked yesterday. He's going to Dean with it because Dean already ran the numbers and said, I got a buyer for it. So I give it to Mike. Mike goes to Dean. Three of us get paid on a lead that if I didn't know anybody would have gone back to just some random person. Going from zero to a triple win. A right. win, win, win right there. And I make less, but I wasn't going to make any, any had I not <laughs> referred it. Yeah. So that's, that's you know, another just example this week of, of how much the network matters. If you're listening to this and you find a deal and you think to yourself, who, who can I call? All these guys that we're mentioning are great options. If you want to call us, we're welcome to make warm introductions or try to help you ourselves. And just keep in mind that whenever you work with somebody like this, you come up to a split agreement. We don't always talk about this, but it's, yeah. I think, important. Of course. When somebody helps you and you find the deal, that's a big part of the, of the money making, right? But always go with the understanding that you're not going to make the same amount and that it's kind of like paying for your education. You know, sometimes you got to remind yourself, like, this is a very low barrier to entry business for you to get really good. You need to, you know, get a little bit of education going. And sometimes you pay for your education. So, yeah, you might take a cut on your profit like what I am on this deal. But just keep in mind, you're going to learn how it all works next time. You're going to be able to do it more by yourself. Yeah. Maybe you do your second deal by yourself. Yeah. Like Jake, who's going to make 16000 on his first freaking deal. Yeah. By himself. By himself. <laughs> Which is killer. Yeah. Like, and um, at least I know I speak for us on our end. Like it, the example you, you brought from um, our boy Hugo, who you guys did uh, the JV deal together. And if I'm not mistaken, he was a listener of the podcast. You guys had connected before. Yeah. Um, and you guys did a split. He found the deal, brought brought the thing or the, the his clients brought the deal. Right. But then us or you in this case showed him from a to z the ropes on handling and managing the entire deal yeah which i'm sure if we went and we asked hugo if that jv deal was worth it to learn the a to z's of the entire deal more than he would have made in a commission i guarantee you he would say it'd be worth it 10 times over and he would do it every single time we would do it every single time. I still do it. We yeah, we we still do it. I literally just JV'd a deal and I've done like I mean last year I did only 6, but the year before that I was part of like 22 deals. Mhm. Plus like we're selling real estate full time. This is my life. Like it's not like I couldn't have handled that escrow and and that deal by myself, but 
the fact that I was going to make the same amount and Dean was going to make the same amount, bro, like, why wouldn't I do that? And get to continue to build on that, not only friendship, but professional relationship too. I got out of the friend zone. (laughs) (laughs) Not all of you might understand that, but we're going to shout it out real quick. Dean has something called the Friends with Benefits program. If you partner with him and bring him a deal, you are now part of the Friends with Benefits program. You get like a Yeti mug. (laughs) A t-shirt. A (laughs) t-shirt. Most importantly, you get to call yourself uh, more than friends with Dean. <laughs> and uh, no, it's it. But like, you know, if guys that size are making rewards programs for like stuff like that, like, yeah, I get it. He he made way more than what that shirt and that Yeti mug are going to cost. Oh, for sure. But he didn't have to do that, bro. And he knows that a lot of his stuff comes from just being a nice guy, mm-hmm. knowing what he's doing and being willing to help literally anybody who comes to the table. And growing his network and meeting all uh, all of these people who are then referring their friends or their other investors who need uh-huh. help back to Dean. And it's it's the spider web, dude, that, that continues to grow when you're a genuine guy like that and, yeah. and do it intently. And you look at Jason. Jason did the same thing. Same thing. All of this to say, uh, massive action is important. And part of your massive action should be taking time out of your week to go talk to other people that are doing what you want to do with intent and well thought out questions and do it every week for the rest of your life. You can listen to all of the podcasts. You can watch all the YouTube videos. You can do all this stuff, which is helpful. I'm not talking down on it. You can do all of that. But if that is the only thing you're doing to advance your growth, you are not going to grow. You've got to go out there and take the massive action and network. And it sounds freaking repetitive and obnoxious sometimes and redundant, but we would not be saying this and repeating it and drilling it if it weren't true. Right. And if we haven't seen the, the benefits and everything that has come, come from it. Yeah. Well, that's our podcast for the week guys. Um, we have been doing this every single week from, I think, episode 30 now. Yeah. So we're 22 weeks in. Um, we are continuing to talk about stuff that we find extremely important and valuable. Uh, we do want to have more guests on. We've been finding that sometimes when it's just the two of us, uh, you know, we feel like uh, a broken record like today. Yeah. We're talking about something that's so important. Um, if you are somebody in the business or somebody wanting to get into the business, feel free to shoot us messages with maybe some ideas of things that you want to hear about. And if you've done recent deals or anything like that, we'd love to have you on. Talk about the deal. Talk about how you found it, what you did, anything like that. um, And go from there. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.